Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Wednesday, February 28th. Coming up, two black veterans in the Northland are using their roller skating school to create a diverse community that expands the art of rolling on eight wheels. To be the first to do something like this and it be our passion, what we love to do, it's pretty surreal. We'll meet the founders of Skate Shot Studios, reviving Kansas City's black skating culture. But first, some headlines. Rents in Kansas City are up more than 7% since this time last year. KCUR's Savannah Holly Bates reports housing advocates want more protections for renters. Missouri recorded the highest annual increase in median rents of any state in the country, according to a new report from Rent.com. And Kansas City had the seventh highest increase among large cities. Tara Ragavir, director of Citywide Renter Union KC Tenants, said residents need more federal and local protections, like rent control and social housing. Who is Kansas City for? And Who are we designing our policy to protect and keep and incentivize to to stay here? Ragavir said developers and landlords already get the lion's share of tax incentives in the city. She thinks it's time for renters to get them, too. School districts across Missouri are currently testing every drinking water source in their buildings for unsafe levels of lead. Kate Grumke reports there's $27 million in funding for the program. School districts across Missouri are currently testing every drinking water source in their buildings for unsafe levels of lead. They have until the beginning of next school year to announce the results. But some have gotten an early start. One is the Rockwood School District, which found lead in 190 out of 1,400 water sources tested. Facilities Director Chris Friend says he knows it can be scary to hear lead was found in schools. But it's the first step in fixing the problem. This can't be anything but a good thing to raise awareness and and get programs in place to deal with these testing issues and then remediation if necessary. All Missouri school districts must complete their testing by the start of next school year. Both chambers of the Kansas legislature have passed bills that would make it harder for police to take cash and property from people accused of a crime. Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service reports. Both bills include denying civil asset forfeiture in cases of lower-level crimes like simple possession of drugs. They also would force the return of seized property faster. Supporters say the bills are a compromise between law enforcement agencies and groups advocating for reform. Democratic Representative Dan Osman says the bill was not perfect, but it risks losing support from either side if further changes are made. There were many changes that lots of people on both sides could have made to swing it one way or the other. The bills received broad bipartisan support from lawmakers. The chambers will need to hammer out the differences between the bills. Missouri legalized recreational marijuana over a year ago. But Blaze Mesa reports, even with easily available weed next door, cannabis arrests in Kansas look like they're on the decline. A quick stop at any Missouri dispensary and you'll see your fair share of Kansas license plates. But those folks don't tend to get arrested when they return to Kansas. The Overland Park, Pittsburgh, and Leavenworth Police Departments all saw a drop in drug arrests and citations from 2022 to 2023. Kansas City, Kansas Police saw an increase in arrests, but that was due to one busy month. Arrests didn't jump for a variety of reasons. Some agencies, for instance, just aren't interested. 
Douglas County District Attorney Suzanne Valdez says even if someone was arrested, she wouldn't prosecute. And I think our law enforcement partners have pretty much, you know, accepted that. Weed is still illegal in Kansas, and state lawmakers seem unlikely to change that this year. We'll be back after this. It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Two Air Force veterans have opened Kansas City's only standalone roller skating school. KCUR's Lawrence Brooks IV reports on how they're reviving and growing the Metro's black skating culture one class at a time. Skaters of all skill levels filled the rink at Wynwood Skate Center in North Kansas City. It's the Metro's mecca for black skate culture. As hip-hop and house music pumps through the sound system, novice skaters hug the inner lane and experts fly effortlessly around the outer one. In the middle, people like 36-year-old Sierra Chenier practice their footwork. Middle work, ground work, that's very intimidating to me. I really, I can do it, but I really actually get in the middle and do it while people are watching. So I did it a few times that night. Got some good footage too. On a recent Friday night, People came from as far as Arizona and Ohio to display their flashy skates and skills on wheels, showcasing techniques from all over, like the James Brown style from Chicago. You've got JB, you've got House, Trains and Trios, Slow Walk, Houston style, all these different things. A lot of this started because people simply wanted to dance on skates. That's Niji Allen, who organized the party with his business partner, Adontis Atkins. He says seeing more than 200 people turn out for the studio's first official roller skating party, called Skate Dark 30, was almost unbelievable. That was an awesome first party that we threw. We had people from different states. DJ Tetrix is from Texas. We had a little bit of everything. Among the eclectic crowd are people of all ages, genders, sexual orientations, and racial backgrounds. Allen and Atkins say that diversity is by design. Very intentional on inclusion and trying to get as many people as possible to see what's so great about dancing on these wheels, how freeing it is. Since last fall, these two Air Force veterans have transformed their passion for service into Kansas City's first standalone roller skating school, dedicated to teaching many styles and moves to anyone who wants to learn. To be the first to do something like this and it be our passion what we love to do, it's pretty surreal. The pair currently hosts 10 sessions per week with different classes based on skill level. They also hold monthly workshops, private lessons, and online learning for people who can't travel to the studio at 16th Avenue and Burlington Street. Your instructor today, KJ, let's talk about equipment. Now the dynamic duo have 70 active members. Erica Culler is one of them. 
She got into skating less than six months ago when a friend convinced her to make the drive from Gardner, Kansas, up to Wynwood for an adult skate night. When she saw professional skaters like Allen and Atkins working on the rink, she was hooked. I skate every single day. If I'm not here at Skate Shot, then I'm at Wynwood. If I'm not at Wynwood, then I'm at Skate City in Overland Park. If I'm not there, then I have a friend who I skate at their house. Allen and Atkins connected around their love for roller skating through a chance encounter while stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base back in 2019. Here's Atkins. We went to Wynwood on a Thursday. I ran into KJ, and he was doing what's referred to as a coffin drop. That's when skaters balance on one foot while dropping low, with their other leg fully extended and shoulders parallel to the floor. And so that move is what sparked our initial conversation. We took it from there. A trip to one of the longest-running skate events in the U.S. took them to the next level. At Atlanta's International Skate-a-thon, their company name was born. Skate shot, spelled SK8. SK8 being an abbreviation for skate, and then the shot is us being able to get shots on the floor that you can't get unless you know how to skate. Skate shot's rapid growth has caught the eye of Kansas City roller skating legend Mike Richardson. What they're doing is huge. Richardson's competed as a professional skater since the early 1990s with the famed Kansas City skate crew, the High Rollers. He's even credited for choreography on the iconic film about black skate culture, roll bounce. I tell those guys they made me love it again and for them to take another step further to want to teach other people I love it. Richardson says the duo is building a cultural foundation for future generations. It's something the Kansas City scene has been missing since 2008 when city leaders forced the closure of Grandview Skateland, a rink Richardson grew up in. He says it was closed to keep black people out of the southern suburbs. Rinks closing in the black community put a lot of kids in harm's way. It really did, and so we need them. Allen and Atkins are themselves students of black skate culture, and they know its connection to the civil rights movement. The nights we skate are because that was all we were given at the time. But the, the rink, just like the churches, became a space for us to meet and build community to deal with some of the issues that we were faced with outside of the rink. Allen and Atkins are also confident this is just the beginning. They say the biggest inspiration is knowing they can break ground in the industry just by being black veterans. We're driven, dedicated to making sure that this grows much bigger than Kansas City. We want to grow this to a franchise of roller skating rinks to be nationwide, worldwide phenomenon that nobody's ever seen. Still, this work is not just about them or their business. It's about creating welcoming spaces for all kinds of skaters. We've had several folks come through here that have been involved in prior projects for skateboarding more specifically, but it's the same mission creating spaces for people that like to creatively express themselves on wheels. With that as motivation, the duo was well on their way to making Kansas City an iconic roller skating scene. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Lawrence Brooks IV. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast is produced by Anna Schmidt and KCUR Studios and edited by Madeline Fox and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Lawrence's story about the roller skating school, visit KCUR.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show and want to help us out, leave us a review. It really helps us grow our audience. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.
You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's going to be bumping. You got to be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.